Prepare the brain for removal. Always wear protective gloves. The Outline World Dispatch. Monday, June 5th, 2017. I'm Adrian Jeffries. Today on The Dispatch, the story of Eugene McCarthy, a scientist who believes humans evolved from pigs. A lot of times I think of humans now as just uh, sort of chimps in a pigskin. Here's The Dispatch. The future. One scientist in Georgia thinks we may have missed a core part of the truth in the explanation for how humans evolved. Science is all about consensus and major theories that are part of what we accept today, including heliocentrism, the Big Bang, and plate tectonics, were once rejected by the mainstream. Which is why Gene McCarthy doesn't care what the broader scientific community thinks of him. Writer Steph Yin reported this story for The Outline. Hi, Steph. Hi. Was it easy to get in touch with him? It was very easy. Um, He was very willing to talk. I find people have a lot of misconceptions, but uh, I mean, some of the most common are that hybrids themselves are uncommon. He has a background in science, but not precisely in genetics, right? He started off as a mathematician, and he took a break off, read on the origin of species, developed his human hybrid hypothesis before he had any background in biology, but then precisely to sort of further flesh out his ideas, went back to school and studied genetics at the University of Georgia, which has a very prestigious genetics department. So what is the basic rundown of his idea, his hypothesis? He started with a hypothesis that humans may be hybrids. So he is assuming that if humans are hybrids, one of the parents is likely a chimp because chimps are our closest living relatives. So I went through the literature and looked to see what features there are that distinguish us from chimpanzees. And he ended up with, I think, close to 100 traits. And then I looked to see what other animal those that list of characteristics described and the animal that uh, they consistently describe is pig. And what are some of these traits? So there are many. Um, one is our bare skin, um, our body fat. There's some that are you know, kind of obvious you know, to everyone, like our rubbery nose that pokes out of our face. Uh, it's like very similar to uh, a pig nose. Apparently female orgasm is one of them. There are less obvious things like our multipyramidal kidneys. Uh, it's this very complex kidney structure that you don't see in any, any other animal except a pig. There are all these details of the skin structure that are very similar. It's like uh, a lot of times I think of humans now as just uh, sort of chimps in a pig skin. He almost got this published in an actual peer-reviewed journal, right? Yeah, he he almost got it published through a university press. So Oxford University Press had published another book he had written all about bird hybrids. And he had actually signed a contract with Oxford University Press. And after they had received some mixed assessments from other scientists, reviewers, they ultimately decided not to publish it. I'm wondering, like, why, you know, why was it that these ideas were so offensive? I mean, isn't it 
Like, why, why can't you present an alternative hypothesis for how something happened? I think here, this is where a lot of scientists would say, you know, bold claims require bold evidence. And so it's not necessarily just that he had a very unorthodox idea, um, but I think the main thing that a lot of scientists would want to see is genetic evidence that there are pig or pig-related genes in the human genome. Uh, at least that's what the many scientists I spoke to, that was the one thing that they all sort of consistently said, and Gene McCarthy doesn't have that. Well, uh, if you think about it, there's no genetic proof of the standard view either. Uh, for example, uh, in the conventional story, uh, you know, they always talk about how humans and chimpanzees are 98% similar at the genetic level. And, you know, that seems like that's really good evidence that, you know, we're uh, closely related to them. But you could get that same level of similarity, you, at least, you know, hypothetically between humans and chimpanzees by first crossing chimpanzees with some other animal, say a pig, and then back-crossing the resulting hybrids for a few generations to chimpanzees. And then you would end up with 98% similarity uh, in that case, too. So the 98% similarity doesn't really mean anything. If McCarthy had sort of not alienated himself from other scientists, I wonder if he would have been able to sort of stay in within institutional science and contribute to the conversation and maybe have access to the tools and computers and, you know, collaborators that he would have needed to present some more, you know, hard genetic evidence or, or evidence that other scientists finds convincing. And is there an experiment he could do now that would lead to some some of this evidence that his his peers want to see from him? So, yeah, a lot of people have said, you know, well, if he were to actually search the human genome um, computationally and look for traces of pig ancestry, that would be sort of definitive, irrefutable evidence that people would have to pay attention to. And... That is something that can definitely be done, but is very expensive, requires sort of supercomputers, um, and is definitely not something that Gene McCarthy has access to. Uh, as far as proof goes, at least the theory that I'm proposing, there's at least a potential to prove it's correct. I mean, to actually prove it. Uh, I mean, for example, you could, like, take a pig and a chimpanzee and... Uh, back across the resulting hybrids to chimpanzees and uh, get something like a human, then you would know, you would have proof. But with the standard view, I don't see how you could ever get proof. It's like uh, what kind of genetic data would ever demonstrate beyond doubt that we have slowly diverged from chimpanzees over the last several million years. I mean, I, I really think the case has only been convincing because there's been no plausible alternative. But... Uh, I think that now there is a plausible alternative and their explanation doesn't look very good. So after all of this research and talking to Gene McCarthy, what, I mean, do you buy it? Do you think it's possible that humans are the descendants of a long ago tryst between a chimp and a pig? I would say um, from talking to all the people that I did, I, I talked to like, 10 
you know, geneticists and evolutionary biologists and experts in hybridization, it seems unlikely to me that we are the descendants of a pig-chimp hybrid. But I would say that I'm walking away from this story really appreciating that hybridization is probably happen, happening way more commonly than we think and that it's playing a big role in evolution and that evolution is not as straightforward as just survival of the fittest. And that's definitely something that um, I'm starting to appreciate more and more. You know, if you're asking me about scientists disagreeing or dismissing it or whatever, I'd say that you know, from my point of view, it looks as if their claims are probably wrong in many ways, and I can't take their claims very seriously. Um, <laughs> I, I think that thinking about evolution and human origins in the way that I describe leads to a much better understanding of those topics. Uh, but you can lead a horse its origins but you know you can't make him think because you can't make him think as you do That concludes The Dispatch. I'm Adrienne Jeffries. More stories tomorrow.